This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Talking about... Um, you know something very uh, important here, and my safari to always, uh, you know, um, encourage the education around certain things that are still a bit foreign uh, to black communities or disadvantaged communities, yeah. if I can put it like that, because it's not dominantly black people; uh, it's just disadvantaged uh, people, people who are out of reach of uh, education regarding certain issues. So we felt it fit that we rope in uh, the help of Casey Chambers, who's from the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, who joins us on the land right now. Casey, hi. Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, all right? Now, Casey, what are some of the experiences that might come with being in a relationship with someone who's clinically depressed? So I think that there's a bunch of different things that if you have a loved one, a partner, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or a husband or wife who has a mental health issue, it might impact your relationship where you might even be able to pick up on some symptoms that perhaps they're relapsing or they're not doing so well. Um, and, and I think as, as a partner, you would be able to see some of those signs and symptoms and be able to help manage that for them and to encourage them to get help. It does. You know, mental health doesn't just impact the individual that impacts the relationships, the family, even their daily functioning. So it it would be normal that it would start to inf- impact the relationship. Mm. Yeah, right. Cassie. Now you touched on signs and symptoms that you might pick up, um, and I was just saying to mm. D earlier when we posed a question to the listener to say, "What's your experience with having dated someone who is depressed?" And I said to him, "I don't exactly know what depression looks like." So can you give us some mm. of those signs and symptoms mm. of someone who is depressed? And I think that's such an important question because you know when you envision someone who perhaps has a disability, they might be in a wheelchair or their crutches, or if they're hurt, you can physically see a leg in a cast or they physically look ill. With mental illness, we we often call it depression. We often say that it's an invisible illness as you can't always see it from seeing someone, you know, in front of you. Mm. It's more of the understanding their behaviors, understanding their thoughts. And that's why an intimate partner might have more insight because someone has opened up and shared what they're feeling and how they're thinking and perhaps, you know, how they're behaving. So with regards to depression, some of the key symptoms you would be able to look out for is obviously a drastic change in sleeping habits. So sleeping too much and having no energy and and, and feeling just really drained to even not being able to sleep at night at all. So having insomnia, a drastic change in eating habits. Depression actually changes the way that your body functions. Mm. So food tastes differently. So you might lose your appetite. Um, you might be comfort eating or trying to eat too much to, to deal with the emotional pain. You also might see that someone might isolate themselves from family and friends. So not want to do things, not want to go out like they used to, not want to be around people, just want to sleep the whole time. And feeling really negative. And, and this could be in what they're saying and how they're responding, saying things like, I just don't want to go on anymore. I feel like a burden or I can't do this. Yeah. And as a partner, these might be the red flags that you're seeing in, in, in someone that you love. All right. Casey, do, do you find that people blame themselves for, for the depression of their partners, especially when there's an episode of a trigger? I think as, as a partner and people living with someone with a mental illness, you, you often always think, well, maybe I've done something or maybe I haven't done enough um, or, or maybe I can do things differently. And I think it's normal that we often blame ourselves. But in the same sense as 
you wouldn't blame yourself as your if your partner had asthma and had an asthma attack mm. or if if a partner had uh, the flu or, or or had cancer you know so i think it's important to know that we can't cause we can't influence you can monitor and support but i think it it is it is really hard living with someone who perhaps is not getting support or treatment and help and maybe one of your biggest roles as a, a loved one a partner is to say hey I don't quite know what you're going through. I don't really understand, but I want to help you and I want to support you. Let's do this together. And you don't have to fix them. It's the same way that you wouldn't try to fix your loved one's broken leg and wrap it up and do the surgery. Mm. But you would say, I'll take you to the doctor or I'll get your medication if you need it or I'll take you to therapy or so as a partner and a supporter, that's what you can do to help someone when you're going through those those, those, those difficult times. So, Cassie, from what you're saying, it sounds like um, dating someone or having a loved one who is depressed can have some effect on me Mm. as a person dealing with that person. So how can I handle the Mm. issue of being supportive without being, you know, affected or without it taking its toll on me as the person who's trying to offer support to this person who is struggling with depression? Absolutely. And that's such a good question on that, like, caregiver burnout, right? Because you keep giving and giving and helping. But it's normal that you could be impacted or affected. And I think, you know, one of the biggest things by learning more about mental health and learning about ways to cope with it is to practice that yourself. Because we all have mental health. You know, we, we all should be doing things every day to look after our mental health. And I think this is where getting the proper support and treatment in place for your loved one, making sure that they have a mental health treatment team. You know, if it is a psychologist so that you don't feel that that burden um, and, and you don't have to fill that role of being their fixer. That's, mm. that, that's not what you're there. You're there to love and support them. And I think putting in those boundaries is really important to look after both sides and knowing that I can't fix everything as your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife, but I can help you to get the help that you need. And I think looking out for yourself as well, the symptoms I mentioned earlier, mm. is if you start to see that your behavior, your thoughts, your mood has been affected and changed, then it is important that you get help too. And this is, you know, why connecting with other people who've gone through similar situations is important. Finding your support system to say, actually, I'm really struggling. I don't know how to help them today. Or I'm really struggling. It's starting to impact our relationship. Having open conversations could be the first step in actually managing a mental health issue within a relationship. All right. Casey, thank you so much. That was very insightful, very educational. Um, I know there are some couples out there who this really did come in handy for them. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate it. We, we love speaking on these issues because we are pro-education when it comes to uh, mental health uh, issues. So thank you so much. Uh, definitely not the last time we're speaking to you on the show. We will have you again soon. And uh, yeah, thank you once again. Fantastic. Thank you so, so much for helping us make mental health, you know, a, a topic on a Monday. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. All right. Uh, Casey Chambers from the South African uh, Depression and Anxiety Group speaking to us there about, uh, you know, another part of mental illness that we never really looked at, which is relationships. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.